Welcome back to Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we talk about the dead spec that is Windwalker. The uh, the not-so-good spec, the R.A.P. in pieces spec, Windwalker. No, nobody cares about Windwalker. I think I, I think I got all of it, all of it out now. Uh, <laughs> no, it would be more Salty of... Walker, is that what no, we're calling it now? No, it's the Salty Bruise. Salty mm. Bruise, that's right. <laughs> um, and as you heard there, uh, we have back uh, Hina Lover. How you doing today? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. And then uh, also we have Babylonius here to talk about Windwalker. Hi. With a with a not garbled mic. Oh yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> no robot sounding tonight. Yeah, <laughs> sounds sounds great. Um, so yeah, mainly this is a you know it's been a couple of months since we were uh, last on. Uh, gave the beginning of the the expansion a little test around and seeing how everything is going. Um, you know, hopefully you've had the good luck with the legendaries, and I think right now we can get up to two. Is that correct? Yeah, or three. Yeah, most people. Uh, uh, it's two. Three is a night hold, right? When you get three, uh, yes. is, we don't know. We don't know yet. Okay, because I, I thought I heard something about that. You can get two and then three when night hold opened up, but maybe it's just like it speculation. Yeah, um, I think it's mostly hearsay stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, okay. probably hearsay. Uh, but so hopefully you've had good luck with your rolls and uh, and are able to get uh, some good uh, legendaries out there. I don't uh, want to even get... talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't gotten any either. So it's, it's just... no, no, no. I literally just got mine. Tuesday. Oh, you did. Oh, which one did you get? The uh, the uh, Win, uh, Windwalker ring. Oh, nice. nice. At least nice. it's a good one. Yeah, got so mine not like last the... week, and it's the shield neck, which I'm okay with because it's got great yeah. stats and it'll well, stop shield's really from killing too. me. Yeah, but the one thing I don't I don't like is the um the like the the CC one. It's like it's it's so rare. Like it's just you're gonna have to like cheese just to get that to proc. The like, it was like the I think it's the damage CC one. If I recall correctly, or is it the yeah. speed CC one? I can't remember. I've I, seen both of them. It gives haste or something when you. Yeah, haste. That's it. Um, yeah. So it's just yeah. Hopefully you've had good luck out there, um, and we'll just kind of jump right into it. This is going to be a little bit of a brief discussion about what we're looking for for seven point one. It's right around the corner. BlizzCon is next week, um, so you'll be listening to this hopefully in the beginning of the week before BlizzCon rolls out. So we'll kind of get a little bit of speculation what they're going to be discussing, um, where the state of Windwalker is currently. And just, you know, what are the Sims showing us? You know, what have we heard and from inside the community, et cetera, et cetera, about things that possibly would be fixed if ever, possibly never, which I, I figure the never button is it's most likely going to be what will be removed in 8.0. <laughs> I think it will be. That's more realistic. What's the, I mean, it's just, you know, just how much development time they'll have to get into that. Uh, so we'll jump into the discussion and talk about 7.1. And I'll start with uh, you, uh, Hina Lever. Uh, um, what are your thoughts on um, Karazhan? Uh, you know, just came out this last week. Um, have you had a chance to go in there, play around with it? Actually, anything, I have. Or? Actually, uh, I was in with Sunnier earlier uh, last night, and we full cleared it. Oh, nice! Did you were you able also to do uh, Nightbane? Uh, no, uh, we didn't uh, attempt the uh, timer. We just went in. Okay. Just wanted to see the instance, kind of get a feel of all the bosses and whatnot because we never we didn't do any of the ptr stuff so oh, okay so you're just taking your time and it was it a full like a one day clear for you or uh three hours for us oh not bad not bad at all then but you have to realize the entire group was like seven uh sorry 870 plus so oh. <laughs> yeah so uh, a little bit less challenging or what would you feel overall what your thoughts um, are on there it? were a few mechanics that seemed a little overtuned um 
specifically the um the debuff on um maidens uh seemed a little bit overkill yeah <laughs> that was uh fun. that that one seemed a little on the excessive side um uh just getting used to the uh debuff on a tuman the huntsman uh oh. the one that the healer has to dispel yeah and then uh the other one was uh we wiped a few times because of uh wraith but uh sorry um fire the fire circle on um shade Mm-hmm. Well, that always gets people. No, no, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the fact that we were moving out; is we were overlapping. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's still the same. I mean, it's nothing's really changed with that. With Shade, has always been a difficulty boss for anybody, even back yeah, in the well, day. Well, it was just uh, we just had to realize to run out uh, when he's casting it, and then mm-hmm. basically run back in if you don't have it. Hmm. Uh, but. Other than that, uh, like I said, a few abilities seemed a little overtuned, but otherwise it seemed fine. Uh, very nostalgic. It's like, I remember doing this fight, and I remember we had to do such and such, such and such, such and such. Oh, it's a little changed, but eh. Similar ideas from before. So the same, but different. Exactly, but he's still the same. <laughs> yeah, like we had, um, we had Wicket uh, for the opera, and it's like, I wonder yeah. if this is like Romeo and Juliet, and we have to kill him at the same time, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I guess uh, Babylonius, what is your your thoughts too so far of seven point one? Um, so far pretty good. Uh, I ran Kara. Let's say Saturday. Yeah, so I ran Kara last night. Um, a couple of guildies, we all started with our attunements and did four mythic dungeons and, and then care. And the whole thing took us about three hours, I think. But um, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed care. It was my first raid. Um, so it really uh, brought me back, I guess. I, I started playing um, towards the end of BC. So even back then, you could start with Kara. And... Uh, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. Like Hina said, there was a lot of nostalgia, a lot of stuff that was very reminiscent without being repetitive. Um, and chess, which was my favorite fight back in the old um, era, was still very much like I remembered, but it's a little more active than just moving the chess pieces around like you used to. So it was overall a, a really nice, I thought, well done visually. Um, I wish Netherbane was a little bit easier to summon. Um, you know, he dropped some really nice stuff, which is great for people who don't have uh, really as much time to raid. You know, Kara, you have whatever it is, 38 minutes to get to Netherbane. So he drops, you know, some 875 gear that's really good for a lot of classes. So it, it's a nice little bonus, um, you know, for people who, like myself, happen to have incredibly bad luck with raid gear uh, this time around. But overall, you know, 7.1, I, I feel pretty good. Uh, Windwalker really hasn't gotten any changes. Some of the changes um, that Blizzard has are not really announced, and they're just kind of figuring stuff out, uh, especially in terms of Storm Earth and Fire. But um, overall, you know, Windwalker is falling a little bit compared to a lot of the other specs, and that's just because we didn't get any major changes. 
um, whereas some others did. So, you know, Windwalker didn't get worse, just a couple other specs got better. So overall, I still feel pretty good um, as a whole. And do you particularly take that into account, like you mentioned? Because I remember in, when we were starting it off, Windwalker was looking really strong, possibly one of the strongest melee specs. And then after the first couple weeks, a lot of the classes got buffed uh, to compensate. I think the one major one that got buffed was like, I think it was Holy Priest or Discipline Priest. Just not a non-melee spec, but just, you know, using that as a point. Um, is it a result of that, like you mentioned, where more like Windwalker was at a good point, was actually strong compared to other classes. They decided to bring other classes up because of how weak they were compared. And as a result of that, it just pushed Windwalker in the uh, simulation results, in the AMR results down as uh, in like rankings and just how like they look on pure single target fights. I think a big chunk of that, especially when looking at um, the results of SimCraft rankings, um, is the gear in Emerald Nightmare is relatively unfriendly for Windwalkers. Um, Windwalker kind of requires, or ideally has a little bit of a balance between versatility, uh, crit, and mastery, and haste is really not as useful as we had once thought, or and I personally had hoped it would be. Um, you know, and in Emerald Nightmare, there's almost no versatility and there's a ton of haste. So it, it, I think it's a combination of other specs getting buffed a little bit, which is what Blizzard said they wanted to do. They didn't want to bring the top down. They wanted to bring the bottom up. Um, you know, and it looks like they're doing a pretty decent job with that. Um, you know, but a lot of it is just the raid gear is not super well optimized for Windwalker. Uh, the gear that is very good for Windwalker comes from dungeons and, you know, not everyone is running those dungeons constantly and trying to get those 865s or 880s. So it, it right now it's not necessarily a problem with the spec. Uh, a big part of it is just the problem with the gear that's available and, and how easy some of it is um, or is not for other classes. If, Ian, if Emerald Nightmare gear is very strong for another class, they're going to look really good right now compared to other classes like Windwalkers where it's really not well mm -hmm. optimized for. And uh, to expand upon that, uh, just looking ahead at Nighthold, there is, we're still going to have a similar issue where there's not going to be a whole lot of versatility gear uh, to be given, even on the uh, tier gear, which uh, uh, unlike before where there's five pieces, you now have an option of four, uh, choosing four pieces out of six tier items, the cloak being the sixth one. And not a whole lot of the tier gear has versatility on it. Yeah, and, I, and it's got a lot of haste as well. Yeah, and and I guess I, my because the last time we talked, it was like, hey, you're gonna, you want to get to this amount of was it uh, mastery, and then the rest would be haste. I think is what it, originally Hina Lover when we last spoke. Yeah, and then uh, now it's, it, it's kind of flipped that way, where you get to a certain amount of haste, which is okay, and then you just dump the rest in the mastery. Uh, or, is still, or is there still a cap on mastery right now? It's no, it's unfortunately both more complicated and less complicated than that. <laughs> okay. um, it really because of the way um, all of the stats affect a different amount of our abilities. Um, you know, haste does not increase the cool, it increases the cooldown of almost everything except for storm earth and fire, chi wave. It doesn't affect food buffs um, like the fish pool special or trinkets like Tirathon's betrayal. Like so. It haste affects the least amount of our 
dam overall damage, mm -hmm. uh, mastery affects more things, but doesn't affect things like auto attack or food or trinkets stuff like that. Um, you know, the ring proc from uh, Kara is unaffected by mastery because they're not castable abilities. Uh, versatility and crit affect pretty much everything except for food and trinkets or something like that. So because they all affect a different amount of things, the interplay between the stats is very odd. Um, so, as you get more of one stat, the other stats become a little stronger. Mm -hmm. But I think just in a layman's terms, like if you're if you're telling to a monk that maybe was away, came back because of seven point one, or maybe was just doing casual leveling, but wanted to get into more of a hard, you know, in a rating group. Maybe their group was only doing normals, you know, but they wanted to take a next step into heroics and mythics eventually. Uh, would you? What would you tell them? Like to dump stuff into? Like if they asked you? Because I mean, I'm sure you've been asked plenty of times. I know a lot of people on Discord have like their PMs turned off because yeah. they just don't want to get messaged all the time. Uh, yeah, for, well, for... we even have on our Discord um, macros for uh, specifically oh. <laughs> for when Walker stat waits. Yeah, <laughs> and that gets called constantly. Yeah. So it. it it really it boils down to you want to keep your mastery about 4500 above versatility and okay. you want to keep your versatility about 400 above your crit unless you're a blood elf then you want to keep it 800 above your crit because the extra one percent but um, for, but for all intents and purposes versatility and crit are about even versatility but versatility is a hair better but the 4500 ish over versatility and crit is about what you should be aiming for. So I guess the the question is is I mean it's more of like greater equal greater equal right? If you I saw a little you know the chart of like what's a better spec because you want to like you mentioned you want to keep them with relative range of each other and you want to increase them at a, the same rate. You don't want to like dump say all your stats into mastery because then you're going to be doing more damage for the ability, but the ability won't you know someone with less crit could possibly do more damage than you as a result. Is that what the take of for, for most of this is related to? Yeah, and also yep. item level. Mm -hmm. uh, outside of uh, rings and uh, necks, item level is pretty big as well. Yeah. Because agility is nearly double what even mastery is. And actually, that was actually going right into the next discussion that I want to talk about. Um, you know, because 7.1, it's kind of new. We have some stuff in there. There's some, you know, item upgrades and whatnot people may be going for. Um, but it really, everybody's eye is on Nighthold, which is down the road. Um, and so, you know, getting that into people's minds about what they should be gearing for and what they're... Because right now, there's, there's a little bit of gap between now and Nighthold. Um, they haven't actually announced the release date, correct? Or did I miss that somewhere? Uh, they said early 2017, that, but they well, also... That's could, uh, be, but, <laughs> could be set but, in February. That's what, well, what they said was uh, during one of the um, Q&As before Legion was hit was that they figure four months uh, per tier, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. Uh, is about what they are aiming for, and that would put it in January. Um, so I am expecting Nighthold either January or February. I'm yeah. leaning more towards January due to the fact that uh, the nine weeks of uh, the new uh, uh, the new quest line ends at the end of December. So. Yeah. Well, I could also see it maybe like mid-January, like maybe, you know, first couple weeks of January. Um, 
myself though and i always like to speculate when things will be launched um i i could probably guarantee at this point that it will be at blizzcon they'll maybe uh, they'll probably throw down a date that they'll announce it like an announcement date they'll probably maybe have even a trailer for nighthold uh trailer yes release date uh i'd say i'd say they give it an estimate of january or february yeah like 17th or 24th is probably when because They've never really liked releasing things around the holiday uh, because a lot of their, their well, members... Well, they had, they had that one time. Yep. Oh, which one, oh yeah, which one was that? Um, uh, that was uh, the last one in Kata. Dragon Soul. Dragon Soul, yeah. Dragon Soul. That was, that was around That's uh, right. Christmas. Well, just before Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah it was like the first, the first week of mm-hmm. December, second yeah, week Yeah, I remember because I, I was off from college at the time. <laughs> And like I just grinded the crap out of that because you, that's when like LFR was first implemented too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, so but I can still see those seventeenth and twenty fourth probably being more realistic dates. Um, kind of push it back because even then they you know they've always stated that they don't like releasing them too quick. They felt like it was too quick for the last expansion. Um, you know, and then we also when we talk about Nighthold more we next time we chat, um, it'll be more uh, relative to is this going to be the next last expansion? We'll know a lot more in BlizzCon. They're going to be, I think it's going to be full Nighthold. It'll be, hey, how's Karazhan? You guys enjoying that? You know, this type of stuff. How are you enjoying Legion? Maybe even a trailer. Maybe not, maybe even a little crumb to the next expansion if they're going to try to do one next year. I, I highly doubt it, but uh, it, uh, well, they also said it during one of the Q and A's that we will be going into um. Uh, Tuma Zargeras, so... Uh, well, I mean, but, like, they may, like, do a breadcrumb for next, you know, maybe will this, you know, when... I guess if we have a breadcrumb, that means it most likely they're scheduling it before next BlizzCon to talk about the expansion or the expansion launch because BlizzCon is the biggest event is what I mean by, mean by that. So we'll know, we'll kind of get their, their tentative goal of launching the next expansion. If they don't talk about anything about it, then that means that they're hoping that they'll have enough time between now and next year to talk about the next expansion at the next blizzcon um uh, i'm doubtful on that one okay we'll see you want a bit no <laughs> um but uh but yeah, overall um pretty excited about what's going to be going on uh, at blizzcon with the information that we'll get um and like i mentioned with the uh like the stat weights but then also going into well, our favorite spell that never seems to work, um, which is Stormwrath and Fire. And I know, Babs, you're kind of talking about this a little bit. Um, yeah. That, uh, you know, being broken and not broken and fixed and not fixed. What are you, What is your overall thoughts? Um, do you have a feeling it's going to be addressed soon? Or do you think it's it's just always going to be just, just love and hate relationship with, with uh, Stormwrath and Fire? And then also, go, I guess I would fold into the Serenity versus... Uh, uh, you know, not serenity. Yeah. It, um, there've been a lot of, uh, I know anyone who's been on walking the winds, uh, recently, my, the website, um, Pan Andacana put out a really great, very detailed post about the issues that have popped up with storm earth and fire. Some of the goofy bugs, um, a lot of the ones that existed last expansion, uh, but no one really noticed as things like the, the, um, the spirits needing their own buffs and now they need their own hit combo, which is annoying, but not exactly game breaking. Um, but there's, there's a lot of just kind of goofy stuff with it. And, and I think a lot of it is kind of a leftover from how it was originally designed in its code um, and how they've tweaked it to be how it is now, but not exactly rewritten the code. And I mean, I don't know anything about coding, 
but it, I can't imagine it is an easy thing to, to be working on. Um, recently, there have been a couple improvements. They fixed the issue with tornado kicks where the, the spirits were not performing tornado kick, the artifact trait, a couple weeks ago. Recently, I think within the last couple of days, they said that they um, fixed it so that the spirit damage will go through um, Sindaria, the um, legendary that increases damage when your target's above 90%. So that was a nice change. Um, a big change, uh, kind of the potentially the biggest issue with it is that the clones don't have, did not seem to benefit from haste. Um, so if you're working, if you're casting uh, Fist of Fury, you're, if you have any haste, your clones will finish, or you will finish before your clones. So if you cancel anything else, if you cast anything else, it will then cancel what they're doing. And that can, you know, uh, be a pretty noticeable loss of damage, especially during Bloodlust when you have a big discrepancy in haste between you and your spirits. Um, recently, they did somewhat address that and, and tweak things a little bit so that the spirits do seem to benefit from haste, um, but they seem to only do four ticks of Fist of Fury instead of five standard now, um, which obviously is not the way it's supposed to be. But it, um, it's a step in the right direction. I think it's a positive step and shows that they're at least working on it, even though they have technically and mathematically made it a little bit worse than it was a week or two ago. And I know a lot of people are frustrated about that, myself included, because I do really enjoy that spell and think it's very iconic to Windwalker. And it's one that I remember playing around with the very first time it came out in Throne of Thunder. Um, but it, it it's, it's a step in the right direction. It's, it's not a positive overall step, but it means that they're at least thinking about it and working on it. Um, you know, so hopefully it'll just be a work in progress. Um, I doubt they're shutting everything else down to focus on this one spell. So if there's one or two or a handful of people working on it, you know, at least it's better than nothing. Yeah. And I think like you mentioned with the, you know, having people just slowly work on it, do you have a feeling or do you think, well, you see so iconic. I don't, I just don't think they'll remove it. And I always have this feeling after every expansion that they're just going to remove more and more stuff. And, you know, storm earth and fire just being so, you know, broken in a sense that they just remove it. But because it's so, you know, it's really great for leveling. I mean, that's like one of the best spells for leveling was just having Stormworth and Fire open and, and then Whirling Dragon Punch. Um, so I'm, I'm just very, I think I'm more disappointed that it's still not fixed right now, but I can understand too, because there's probably so much code and so much uh, calculations that need to happen um, as a result of, you know, and then also with the artifact playing into it, that it just, they just need to go through and make sure it's being triggered on certain time, you know, certain elements, certain, you know, milliseconds, it's probably supposed to trigger and it's not like it's firing another event instead of firing this, et cetera, et cetera. There's probably just a lot of development that they need to put into it. Um, so hopefully maybe it'll be fixed, uh, coming up shortly. Uh, but glad to hear though about tornado kick, uh, working though. That's, that's what I think I was one of the biggest ones, but um, everything that I've seen um, and, you know, just playing it, everybody just uses Serenity uh, for the easy use. And also, like, I think the one thing, too, is the artifact. One of the artifacts was not working. Or, excuse me, Legendaries was not working with it. Um, I think it was, was it one of the, the one that does the attack? Or the, the was the crit modifier one? One of them was not working with the clones. Well, one of them doesn't work at all with the clones. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the other other way around. I'm thinking of the legendary that works with uh, Stormwind and Fire, but not with Serenity. Okay. 
Um, so, I mean, does it work at all with Serenity for the... Uh, uh, I forget which what item that is, but yeah, that does not work with uh, Serenity. Yeah, it's the drinking horn cover. It's the legendary wrists. Yeah. Um, because it, it extends the duration of Storm Earth and Fire um, by 0.6 seconds for every chi you spend. Um, and it doesn't work with Serenity because Serenity doesn't <laughs> expend any chi. Yeah. Serenity specifically reduces the chi cost to zero. So um, the old, if, if Serenity had been kept the way it was in Warlords, um, where it refreshed the chi that you spent, then this legendary would work with it. But I have I have a feeling it was a conscious decision um, to make it not work with Serenity because that would yeah. be really really strong. Well, I mean, not just that. It, you know, it would be. I mean, it, I mean, I could see them though coding it in that they would change it to where, you know, instead of increasing it by like, by what it is now, it increases it by less, like maybe half as much than it would be probably right around the same level. Uh, but then this is also plays in the whole fact that you know you want to be able to go between the two, right? You want to go between. Storm Within Fire on encounters to Serenity on encounters, but sometimes it just happens to play out to where it doesn't work that way. Uh, I still think it's really good, um, and hopefully Nighthold actually fights will make it to where you're, you're going to want to pick uh, Storm Within Fire, uh, because I remember the first clear, I was looking at all the monks doing first clears when that first happened, like the first couple weeks, and when looking at their what their respect as on the clear, because uh, they, they have that now, which is great. Um, and like every single one just using Serenity only, like they weren't even dabbing in um, Storm Earth and Fire, which to me is very disappointing. Uh, but it also I can see exactly why, uh, dependent on what legendaries they're using. Also, the artifact power not duplicating to it at the time uh, it makes it to where it's just going to be a net loss. But you just, you know, you'd hope that they would could, you know, maybe some fights they could use it on. Um, you know, one of them thinking like like Cenaris uh, being one of them, I think would be a good one. Well, fight. yeah, uh, I'm still working through Mythic. Um, our guild is working on Mythic uh, I, whatever that boss is. Yeah, I, I boss. <laughs> yeah, the I boss. Cthulhu uh, Jr. <laughs> yeah, the Mythic version. So our next boss is going to be Cenarius. And I was, I haven't really looked at the logs, but I was going to, uh, initially try out serenity for that boss depending on what our strat is eventually whether we do the three tank uh, strat or the two tank strat mm -hmm. so well i mean it's just with them being so close like all the ads being like tanked together i mean at least when i'm doing them like you know on a i'm a lfr hero now yes but uh <laughs> like you just have them all tanked together and you blow them up but then again it's, it's always going to be definitely different on mythic yeah right now uh, we actually i want to say we're finished progressing on scenarios we have not killed him. Got him to like two percent, like six or seven times on Thursday, on oh. Wednesday. So it was relatively so frustrating. <laughs> um, but Serenity is really strong in that fight, even though there's ads because of the timing. Um, a oh, lot yeah. of times, you know, it, it's very timing based, and the timing of Serenity lines up very well with the ads. Well, can you? Um, you also can probably put dump some spinning crane kicks in there too, right? Yes. Yeah, because of you, know, you can kind of run around. You can tag some of the wisps which most of the time you want to leave for range, but you can tag them for spinning crane kick stacks. Um, and then, for example, the hardest part is um, when double sisters come out, mm -hmm. you can tag a bunch of the yeah. um, the wisps and have like six or seven stacks of spinning crane kick. So then you pop Serenity and every other ability is a spinning crane kick. And it, it's a pretty noticeable chunk of damage. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, also I think a lot of it too, which is another, you know, people c commenting or discussing with each other, 
about Nighthold specifically coming up with the the definitely the boss changes in there compared to how it is now in uh, Nightmare, um, and it, I think a lot of it has to do with your guild setup and your raid team setup because um, you know I'm not, I'm not sure about your setup though, uh, Babylonius, but like you know maybe if some people weren't struggling with the Windwalker wanting them to be Serenity outside of the bonus of it being when it lines up perfectly, but just hey you're going to be more of a single target person. Or we're gonna have you swap with the mo your mobility swap to an ad right away, or swap to kill another thing. But uh, because of it, the um, you know if you if your guild had a lot better cleavers or people that could do AOE pretty quickly, you know maybe you were forced into more of a single target. Also, um, that's just my thought. It's more of like a general design component thought. Um, and then also you know I just you know a lot of people not being able to do good AOE. You know you'd hope that storm of the fire because you could get possibly. I mean, what, you put like 20 stacks maybe because you, you get the bonus of them or something insane like that, right? Cause yeah, it, 20 it, is possible if there's enough targets. Yeah, so like, you know, popping that out, getting 20 and just blowing up the ads and just doing it insane <laughs> and just seeing yourself jump from like middle of the pack to number one instantly. <laughs> so it's like going back almost to old school uh, Throne of Thunder trinket, right? The uh, Rutro trinket. Yeah. Uh, rune of re rune of reorigination. Yeah, which some people probably listening don't even know what that is, but uh, back in the day, that's how it was. You'd be middle, you'd be like the last DPS or right there with the everybody. You get a good proc, and all of a sudden you're like number one. And that was my favorite time to play among. Yeah, like especially doing a heroic. Um, uh, what's his name? Thunder boss. Always. Uh, what's that? Lee Shen. Yeah, Lee Shen. Doing heroic. I mean, uh, heroic that you know, mythic now, but back in the day, heroic. Um, and then you're just like doing nothing, nothing, and all of a sudden you're just like number one damage. And it's like, whoa, where'd you come from? <laughs> and nothing would beat the, a rune of origination procking just as the lightning orbs spawn. Oh yeah, they you just can hit them up. with a with a chi burst and mm -hmm. spitting crane kick and do like millions of DPS. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, but, but then you know that's almost that's I think that's why I really like SCF is it reminds me it's just like you can do so much damage and blow things up like it's so great for doing world quests. And I think that's what, why I'm, I mainly are in the world of world quests and doing like, you know, LFR group are doing some, you know, uh, low level dungeoning and stuff like that. But uh, doing like the high end stuff, I can definitely see where you want to maximize your uh, DPS component to uh, cooldowns. And then that's where Serenity kind of takes advantage of it. Um, do you foresee uh, Nighthold? I guess I'll start with you, Babylonius, and then same question will be for you, Hina Lover. Do you foresee Nighthold being a the comeback of the Windwalker? Um, I know everybody's kind of down right now with you know Windwalker sucks you know we're really terrible you know what do you think Nighthold and I know you kind of mentioned this previously but just you know kind of want to instill the more like online with this question uh your thoughts on on Nighthold in general um I, I think it's I haven't looked into super depth um a lot of the the boss fights in, in Nighthold I, I'm pretty strapped for time and kind of doing making doing things one day at a time but um I, I think Windwalker right now is um deceptively weak I, sh I should say or um it's weak in, in the public opinion and it's kind of always been that way um there are some windwalkers uh you know right now who are doing very well um you know some guys who are just really uh playing the spec very well being very intuitive with the boss strategies and, and stuff like that um i think a part of that is right now serenity is just really the best choice in all situations um, and but Serenity has a certain skill requirement um, that Whirling Dragon Punch does not. So, uh, you know, I think there are a lot of players who feel forced to use Serenity because the better players are using Serenity, and they may be losing a lot of damage there. So, by the time Nighthold comes out, 
Um, you know, if the issues with Storm Earth and Fire are not uh, noticeably fixed, if it doesn't catch up because of the bug, uh, people will still kind of be uh, using Serenity for the most part. And But by then, there should be more practice. There should be, um, you know, more stuff out there. There's a couple, uh, there's a lot of good stuff on Walking the Winds that have been helpful for people. Um, I worked with a couple other people to get weak ores to make things easier. Um, so I think just more time and giving people more time to practice with the spec and be more intuitive because there's a lot of new people to Windwalker. Um, you can see that just in the size of the Discord channel. You know, it's like 8,000 plus people now, whereas mm -hmm. six months ago it was 800. Well, it was even, it was like 80. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it really has, you know, exploded. Um, mm -hmm. you know, well, it's just fun to play. March or whatever. So, yeah. You know, I think there's just a lot of new people figuring stuff out, asking questions, and Discord's been super helpful with that. Um, you know, so I, I think just more time is what's going to benefit Windwalkers the most, mm -hmm. and getting all of these people who enjoy it playing it well and playing it correctly. And I think that's going to be a, a big benefit for the spec. And then, do you also think I want? I guess jumping on it, you know, Jilly being this, the best stat really than all the other ones, and with just the item level upgrade in. Nighthold will probably bump up Windwalker more, like scale better than other classes. Yeah, and I think I think that's definitely possible um, because things are different now, and a lot of people don't realize that. Um, but secondary stats, Mastery Verse, Crit, Haste, that stuff—it's not scaling as much with mm -hmm. item levels it used to in the past. I mean, in, in previous expansions, it scaled as much, if not more, um, than Agility and the, the main stats. But now, main stats scale the most, so. Agility is very strong for Windwalkers. It's pretty much king almost all the time. Um, so that that is going to help Windwalkers scale and stay relevant. You know, and, and the spec should be relatively easy to balance and tune for Blizzard, and I think that's evident by the fact that we haven't seen really any changes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think if Windwalkers do start falling behind, it will be relatively easy for Blizzard to tweak something and bring them back into uh, relevance. Yeah, and just to expand upon that, um, yeah, because agility is our number one uh, stat, that means item levels are number one uh, um, defining point, which is what Blizzard originally intended. Uh, then you have specs like uh, Fire Mages, who are crit, 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 crit all the time, up to, I want to say it's like 75% crit is their soft cap. And some of uh, some uh, some mages are able to get close to sixty five or so percent, but once they start hitting that soft cap, then they'll start looking at uh, intellect. But after that, before that, they scale well up to that point, and then they kind of lean off afterwards. Right. Yeah. There are other classes who are really excelling right now because they have all these secondary stats that they need. <laughs> and you know they're not going to gain a lot more secondary stats in the future. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think there's a lot of potential for Windwalker to be strong and continue to be strong because it's easy to easy to balance. Um, it's you know a lot of fun, you know, for a lot of people playing it. Um, you know, if you have a legendary like the one for Stormwrath and Fire, you can play Whirling Dragon Punch, even though it's technically not the best because it closes that gap. Yeah, um, I, I think really across the board with a lot of this stuff, Blizzard has done a very nice job um, with Windwalker, and I think that's evident by the fact that we haven't really seen any 
changes, any restructure mm-hmm. or anything. It's just these goofy bug fixes with Storm Earth and Fire that they have to keep working out. And and, and probably it'd be like uh, say they fix it 100 percent, five percent. They probably it would probably be a five percent increase, right, on damage. So we'd probably still only see roughly. You know, I mean, it would be a little bit significant, but we go from like say three fifties to like three sixty five ish, right? Three sixty two, probably like a you know twelve k difference, if that, right? Or even less than that, maybe. It's, I mean, it's hard to say exactly how strong Storm Earth and Fire uh, could be. I, I think bug it, it free. has. Would you call it bug free? Like bug free. <laughs> I mean, bug free. If it worked as intended, it may need to be nerfed. That's true. It may be yeah. too strong, especially in some situations. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, right now it's very strong. You know, heroic and under um, Iboss and uh, Ilganoth, that's his name, Ilganoth. Yeah. Um, you know, that boss, I mean, you really can see where Storm Earth and Fire shines in that fight. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when you um, group them up to, if you want to blow them up at once, yeah. and so good. I mean, and Mythic, too, you know, because Mythic is really not an AoE fight at all, that's where you see the difference, um, with Serenity being very strong and mm-hmm. able uh, able to line stuff up there. But, I mean, under Heroic, Normal, LFR, Ilganoth, Storm Earth and Fire is bananas. I mean, in two or three seconds, you could have, you know, 10, 11 stacks and just blow through everything and shoot to, to the top of the charts. There's a lot of potential, um, even with those bugs. It's a very strong ability, even with the bugs. And I think if it would be were to be 100% fixed, they would probably have to nerf it in some way. <laughs> Um, and I guess then also the, yeah, I mean, hopefully everything gets good with it. And like you mentioned with the popularity in the class, it does seem like there's a lot more popular than even I thought it would be. A lot of this, though, could be relative to the bump that uh, Legion has and a lot of the good press that's out there. I mean, every every expansion past BC was like, this was this is not a good expansion. You know, they were kind of like, you know, at least what you can see in the press clippings. But now, you know, everybody's coming back saying this Legion's really great. I mean, you hear all over the podcast, like if you listen to any gaming podcast, people are raving about it, how great it is. Um, and, you know, I'm having a blast too, even though I'm more of a casual level than I used to be. Um, so it, it's definitely, you know, really good to see that go progressing and hope the fingers are crossed that everything will be fixed going forward. Um, but the one last question we'll get to uh, is relative, and this will be all you on here. I'm have your eyes pointed at you because I have to go over it because if not, people will be upset. The simulation craft numbers are not looking too good right now. And again, this might play into what you know Babs is saying about how classes are just scaling so well with their secondaries where their primaries are not as, as strong. Um, looking at Windwalker right now at about 350, 350 to 360 range uh, for single target up to where you see where the Warriors and the, is at at the 420 basically, same with the Frostmage range. Um, is this just relative to the secondary stats? Is there is there a bug in simulation craft? Um, because every time I see anybody mention anything, yeah. they they plop up the simulation craft link like it's a holy holy bible, like they're gonna like they've just you know caught you in something, and then they just um, come back I, like, you know, well, angry. actually, part of that is just me not getting around to um, updating the profile. Uh, because actually what it, what happened was originally I, um, uh, they, um, uh, some of the other, uh, simulation craft devs changed how things were, um, uh, the rules for the profiles that are shown on the front page. And I just have never gotten around to updating it. Someone went in and just copied what was in the um, 
uh, what was in for the 840, uh, sorry, yeah, the 840 profile mm-hmm. for the 865 or whatever profile and just uh, bumped up all the item levels uh, to the 865 okay. and that was it. So when people are linking this, saying how terrible Monk is and screenshotting this page and saying this is why I'm being benched from the raid and being all sad about it, um, what we need to tell them is that, you know, you can't, well, when, well, it's always been this way, but, you know, there might, again, there might be some new people out there, people that are just upset because it's the first time they've ever been benched or something like that, that this is just relative to because it's not an accurate chart for how Windwalker would display in a single target situation. Yeah, and really... Uh, is good on a single target and really good on cleave. Like I'm usually until I'd say the last 30 seconds, I'm usually up there in terms of uh, damage on mythic Ursoc. And that's like on and off cleave. Mm-hmm. And gun windwalker right now excels at priority damage. Yeah. Um, you know, anyone who's done Ursoc or if you've done Dragons and you're on the portal group, Windwalker is hands down far and away the best spec to send in on the portals. Our cooldowns line up perfectly with them. And with Serenity, Gale Burst, Touch of Death, eh, we just annihilate the ad in there. I mean, I was shocked. People told me how good it was, and I went in and was amazed. Um, you know, so Windwalker does have a lot of strength, and I... And, um, you know, to go off of kind of what you're talking about right now, um, Warcraft Logs has enough data to give a, a good idea of how the classes stack up against one another. So, you know, functionally, uh, you know, beyond just that strict patchwork or stuff like that. So, I mean, I think more people can start to use the statistics on um, Warcraft Logs for an idea of how things do. They can put in their um, their item level and, and their content and and customize things for how they want to look. Um, and on there, Windwalker Monk is in the middle, you know, or top third of all the specs on pretty much every fight. So, you know, there, there's enough data that we can use things in addition to um, simulation craft in order to kind of gauge how specs rank up against one another. Okay. So hold your horses. <laughs> that's always, I think that's always the way I was, uh, the best way to say it to people. Um, you know, don't believe in Sims. The that's and I yeah, like you said, I mean, ask Mr. Robot. I've seen some things about that poster that's doing pretty good with their with their simulations. Uh, but the Sims are always the same. And then also, like you mentioned, with priority damage being a more component for Windwalker, um, that is always what Windwalker has been. And I think people are more scared for Demon Hunter taking that place because of their mobility. But you know, Windwalker, you know, we could just get there just as fast or as fast. So. Um, I haven't heard any, you know, people upset about, you know, Demon Hunters taking over the spot. There are some people have swapped to it, um, but I, I haven't seen, like, eh, too much, you know, people complaining about Demon Hunters. And I think it also has to play with how Demon Hunters are. They're kind of like this crazy, like, I'm going to do, do damage, but also could die, like, instantly. Where, you know, Windwalkers are always going to be the survival champ. And I, I don't think that's going to change. I mean, they're always, you know, especially with healing Elixirs being way better. I'm so, I'm actually really happy about that the more I play with it. It's like what twenty five percent healing, at least it's for uh, me. It's the same for you guys. Fifteen, I believe. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but you can get like, well, if you spam it back and forth, it's you know, you can get up pretty quickly. Yeah, you can you can get up to like thirty fifty percent of your HP uh, 
real quickly if you use both charges yeah yeah so like you have to go soak something or you have to bounce off an ability if you have to do like make like a quick play touch a karma you know you take eat that damage and then you know you do other stuff to get that i mean it's not as strong as it was before i still miss zen the medication <laughs> or meditation uh always like oh i'm gonna hit that oh it's not there anymore i feel i have a feels bad feels bad man uh <laughs> Um, I think something else Windwalker has going for it are the legendaries. Yeah. Uh, I think the Touch of Karma legendary is pretty not arguably the strongest legendary in the game. I mean, it can not only provide the strongest defensive bonus of any legendary, but if you use it offensively, it's like 50 to 60k DPS. Yeah. Max. Like, that's a huge it's your full bonus HP. for a legendary. It's, it's your full HP, and then it's... Um... Like, if most people have, like, 2.5, I think, is why I saw some people ran uh, by Well, I'm currently at 2.1. I'm at 2.2. Okay. Yeah, I'm at, like, 1.9-something, so I'm almost 2. But I, I don't have that high. I only have a, a 840 3 eye level, so haven't had any good looks with, the, with the, any of the rules yet. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's exactly, you know, the case. Defensively, that takes your, even if we say it's 2 million, that takes your 2 million health and makes it 6 million effective yeah. health you know mm -hmm. it adds an extra 200 percent worth of health defensively you know if you toss on dampen harm or diffuse magic on top of that you can survive pretty much everything yeah. i mean you can take you can taunt the boss and i don't recommend you doing this but you <laughs> i do taunt the boss i recommend you <laughs> and get smashed in the face you know several times not just one or two hits but a couple times you know and then all that damage is redirected back on the boss you can redirect you know four million damage to the boss yeah. every minute and a half that's huge and then heal, uh, heal you for whatever if you have the right. artifact trait. Yeah, yeah. Good karma is a uh, very underrated artifact trait. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can pop it from zero. You, if you're at one percent health, it'll it'll it, and absorbs the whole deal. You'll have six hundred plus. You 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 know you started at one. It'll heal you up to hundred. I mean, mm -hmm. it really that legendary is very strong. The March of the Legion legendary that increases uh, the buff windwalking. Uh, which is which increases the um, movement speed of everyone in in a ten yard radius of by ten yeah, percent. Really it increases that to twenty five percent. I mean, anyone who raided back in the time when there was legend, uh, there were boot enchants that were required. You know, for, and that was seven or eight percent. If you didn't have that boot enchant, you didn't come to raid. And that uh, boot so, enchant could make yeah. it or break things. So, uh, depending well, on how much well, damage you did, <laughs> I was in a guild with people that did not do that. They went for the 0.001% extra damage. Uh, well, um, I know my uh, when I was doing a dungeon with one of my uh, co-raiders, he was going as a tank, but he's a DK, DK tank, and he's like, I can definitely feel the uh, the speed increase from that legendary. And he's like, nice. Yeah, I mean, my raid, uh, I had... I'm a teacher, so we had parent-teacher conferences last week, so I missed some progression on the iBoss. And they said when I wasn't there, they noticed it. And I don't have the legendary, so my windwalking was only 10%. Mm -hmm. They said when I wasn't there, they noticed the extra time it took them to get inside the eye oh, once yeah. the wall was down. I mean, and like I said, if you played with those boot and chance back in 7 or 8%, you could really kind of feel the difference. That could sometimes Oh, yeah, no, you, you definitely did feel the difference. Like, when I mean, you're leveling alts and whatnot, you could tell. I mean, all my alts right. had it all the time. Like, I, that first thing I would do, I wouldn't care if, how much it costs. I bundled up a bunch of enchants. I mean, back in the day, they didn't stack, so you'd have to use, like, you know, all those bag slots. But you throw yeah, them so, I mean, there. yeah. You figure 
back then, seven or eight percent was huge, and this is twenty-five percent. Yeah, that's a lot. That is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. And you know, not only will it increase your damage, you'll be able to stick to things harder. You know, everyone around you will be able to stick to things mm -hmm. harder. You'll be and able to get things out. I mean, it's it's producing healing needed. I mean, it, the legendaries for Windwalkers are incredibly yeah. useful. I think a lot of this also has to do, though, just touching on that with the bonus, it also makes, makes me think that they knew Windwalkers were not going to be as strong in the get-go, and so they wanted to give incentives for raid leaders and, and guilds to keep them around because of the bonus, the utility that they offer that other classes can't offer, which is the speed bonus. I mean, like you mentioned, getting to, to one side of the room to the next is, is one of the biggest things in the game these days, or getting from you know one area to the next, and having that 24% bonus movement speed is, is what's going to be... A, possibly a, a 2% to a, a kill. You know, that's the difference right there. Yeah, I mean, there was a huge outcry about the lack of Windwalker ability, uh, um, utility. And I, I think, you know, exactly like you said is correct. You know, I think Blizzard kind of heard that and said, okay, well, here are these, you know, let's give you the option to potentially have the strongest defensive cooldown in the game, or let's give you an option to have a really strong movement boost increased. You know, where you can choose, okay, I don't, you know, if I have... The, the movement speed ring. Maybe I don't take uh, a let use a legendary that would increase my personal DPS because this movement speed is going to increase the raid's DPS by more than mine would, yeah. and, and that is really a very valuable choice to be able to have. And I think it's very, um, if it was intended that way, and Blizzard had that thought, I thought it was, I think is very well done. And hey, Lover, you were about to actually jump in there for a second for a, a comment. Um. <laughs> crap i just forgot what it was <laughs> it's ages ago um yeah so i mean overall i think the you know the, the best ones you know with the utility being a, an aspect that was not there with the legendaries um yeah i mean we'll have to wait and see though what comes out nighthold i mean i will definitely have more legendaries there um we'll have to wait and see any last thoughts you ever did you have a they come oh, back actually to you? i remember what i was about to say um i, I um, I, in some ways I would disagree, um, about the touch of karma being the most overpowered, uh, legendary we have given the fact that it is more, uh, situational, uh, uh, legendary because of the fact that most fights we will not be, uh, getting hit for 6 million damage. Uh, sure, it could happen. Like I, I seriously, seriously could see it being used quite effectively on Ursoc. That boss hits like oh, a yeah. rock. Um, but the other class, there are other classes where their their legendaries are heads a, head and feet above any other legendary they have and it's either a make or break uh, if you want to rank or not if you have that legendary or not uh dk's i know have a few like that Bro mm -hmm. uh boomkins have a legendary like that but all of ours are actually fairly consistent in terms of the damage that they can provide and they're all about even um so there is that to think about. Like the SEF is about even with um, the one that gives uh, that deals damage if is at ninety percent or higher, mm -hmm. which is about even with um, 
uh, the uh, Fist of Fury one, and so forth. Yeah, the legendaries are very well balanced against one another. You know, and then you have the kind of ones that may not provide you with a lot of bonus, but they might provide other people with a lot of bonus. Mm -hmm. um, I think definitely like Hina said, we haven't, we, in Emerald Nightmare, there really isn't a situation for a huge soaking touch of karma to be useful. Uh, you know, we saw some of that in the past with certain boss mechanics where someone would have to soak it, you know, rogues mm -hmm. using some of their stuff for Shadow Priest. And we don't have that in Emerald Nightmare right now. Um, you know, where you, where you need someone to soak something or the raid explodes or something like that. Um, you know, so we may see that in the future. And I think that's why a lot of people, a frequent question we get in Discord is, how do I, I have the Touch of Karma Legendary, how do I maximize it? Um, Press you know, the button. Really, <laughs> right, I mean, it, and there really isn't, other than telling them, you know, go stand in fire and just stand <laughs> there or taunt the boss and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's not, there's nothing obvious, you know, so far for, you know, this legendary is super useful for soaking this mechanic or getting around this stuff uh you know which we may see in the future but uh you know he knows totally right i mean the our legendaries are very very well balanced against one another yeah so um i think it kind of covers everything i had on my list here uh any final thoughts about 7-1 nighthold blizzcon spectacular coming up uh if you want my uh, prediction, yeah, prediction for uh, BlizzCon, I suspect uh, they will announce like a uh, like a video of Fortnite hold, mm -hmm. um, like showing the different bosses what they uh, kind of like what they did with Kara, where it was like little snippets here and there of what the bosses seem like. Like I I know one of the bosses uh, kind of the entire room kind of shifts depending on the phase you're in. Um, they might showcase that. As for actual announcements, I don't think they're going to announce the next expansion. They may announce um, some like pre-stuff for uh, announcing that uh, the next raid tier is going to be the Tumas Argares and they may give a kind of uh, an over overall flow of the instance like they have done before where they have a picture of, okay, this boss is over here, this boss is over here, this boss is over here. You can kind of see the shape of what we're trying to get at, but we don't have anything to show yet type mm -hmm. deal. Um, and they may kind of hint at any future storylines like they may explain uh something about ashara uh maybe a storyline expanding upon uh queen ashara and what's happening with her uh otherwise i don't expect anything else really announced at blizzcon for world of warcraft um in terms of the other games a new expansion for diablo is probably the main one that everyone's talking about yeah, and then Babs, do you have any interesting um, thoughts or predictions? No, I I don't I don't really know. It, this one's it's kind of weird. I think uh, Diablo's turn makes a little bit of sense. I think there'll be some more Heroes of the Storm stuff. Um, you know, I do think there'll probably be some information about Nighthold with you know 
like Hina said, there may be a trailer in our cinematic or something, you know, without a date. You know, it may say spring 2017 and people will groan because that's later than they promised. It could be, you know, it may say early 17, um, you know, and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I, I, I'd be surprised if they hammer down a specific even month. Um, but, I mean, really, you know, in terms of the game right now and, and overall, um, I think, you know, Windwalkers are in a really good spot, even if it's not necessarily reflected in some things. I think a lot of people, more people are enjoying this spec now um, than have ever enjoyed it before. Um, the population of, of the Windwalkers has really um, gone up, and the quality of the community, I think, has gone up uh, to reflect that Discord is a really great place um, for people to get help and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, if there are people who are feeling down about the class, I'd say just hang in there because I think, you know, uh, a lot of it just comes with practice and getting better at the spec and any small tweaks that Blizzard might make in the future, it'll be easy to keep Windwalkers relevant. Um, and we, it is the only DPS spec of the class, so they're not just going to forget it. And, you know, the population is growing, so it's not like they'll be able to say, okay, no one plays this, blah, blah, blah. But I think if anyone is bummed about the spec right now, you know, hopefully you're still enjoying it, even if you're not pulling the numbers you'd like to be seeing, but um, you know, just hang in there. I, I think it's a, it's a great spec. It's, uh, people are discovering that uh, more and more every day. We get new people into Discord asking questions and asking the same question that somebody else asked two hours earlier. But, <laughs> you know, I think that's just uh, part of the, um, you know, part of the issues that come with how great Discord can be. But it, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, just, just hang in there and enjoy the, the spec because it is just ton of fun yeah i think that's a good good way to end it if you enjoy what we're doing just keep doing it you know we'll we'll know more in, in the next uh, next patch uh, and everything is looking good i think at that point we'll have more of an idea of where they figure windwalker to be uh, but yeah there's definitely ups and downs so don't don't if you're you know ray leaders out there you know definitely use some of the points that we made today today uh to try to persuade them to get you in um and I think that's going to actually wrap us up here. So, uh, Babylonius, how can they reach you if they want to get in touch? Well, um, I mean, I have um, my Windwalker Focus website, uh, walkingthewind.com. It's got guides and, and articles and stuff and really everything you could possibly need. Um, I've got Twitter, at uh, BabyloniusMonk, um, which I do check from time to time. I don't tweet very often, so don't expect a lot of activity there. Uh, Discord is really typically the best uh, place. We have the Pika Serenity Discord, which you can find a link to on Walking the Wind or really in a lot of other places. Um, please, if you want to get in touch with me, make sure your question is not already answered on my site because if I have to refer you to a link to my site, I will be annoyed. But I love when people ask answer questions. It's why I don't block PMs. And, and I'd, rather, I'd rather be annoyed, but you get the good information than people not have the good information. So... Discord is hands down the best way to get old. So how do I play Monk? <laughs> Step <Sorry>. one. <laughs> yeah, uninstall. <laughs> Read the website. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I had, had to do that. <laughs> it was great, great uh, having you on uh, uh, Babylonius, and, and definitely always uh, very intuitive in the spec. And lead, I would say, I would say at this point, a leader in the community with all the stuff that you do for it. So really, really, uh, thanks, thanks you yeah, actually for your, for your effort. Yeah, he's basically he's basically taking over the uh, evaluation 
I'm just laying back uh, with coding. Um, but I guess also one last question. Are you going to be at BlizzCon, Babylonius? No, I will not be. Uh, I live on the East Coast and have a daughter and work. And, you know, it's uh, unless someone wants to surprise yeah. me with two plane tickets. Well, check underneath your chair. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean, unless somebody wants to cover my whole family to go yeah. with tickets and everything. No, I will be. Uh, I'll be sitting this one. Um, and Hina Letter. Uh, uh, Hina, I say Hina Letter. Hina, Hina Lover, how can, they, uh, how can they reach you if they want to get in touch? Uh, Twitter at Hina Lover. Uh, Discord, uh, if you just message me, I'm, uh, I'll answer as early as possible. Um, that's the main ones. I don't post that much on MMO Champion anymore, or if I do, very little. Uh, and that's about it. And um, are you gonna and, and as for BlizzCon, not this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, the last few years I went. This year, uh, I was given the opportunity to go on a trip to England. Ooh. So I'm going to England for a couple of weeks shortly after BlizzCon. Oh, nice. Going to miss That's the cool. uh, Mythic Troll uh, trial progression, but eh. Well, then, good day, mate. Right? Is that That's England? That's the wrong part of the world. And that's Australia. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like doing that joke. Imagine places you go, oh, good day. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, and if you want to get in touch with uh, the show, uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Monk Podcast. Um, and then MonkRightPodcast.com where we have our archived videos or video on videos, uh, MP3s, information, et cetera, et cetera. Again, thanks uh, Babylonius and Lever for joining this week. Uh, really informative, and I'm people are chomping at the bits for more Windwalker information, so we're glad to uh, give that to them. And I guess we'll have you both back on, uh, like I said, shortly, probably in uh, closer to Nighthold. And thank you for having me. And then uh, thank you guys out there for listening this week, and we hope to have you back here each and every week on Minecraft Podcast. Take care.